This week on the BAMCast, step, 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 up, 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 three, 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 D, D, D. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey, BAMCast. Episode 231. What? I know. I don't believe it. Well, believe it. So many numbers. Believe that. Because it's happening. Bleed at. Yeah. Bleed at Incorporated. <laughs> I will. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And yes, we're, we're Chuckless. Chuck was here for the movie. Chuck, Chuck had something come up. Yeah. Chuck can't be here for the podcast. It's okay. We carry on. Soldier on. Uh, so what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. We come in here and talk about it for the first half. That's and right. And then good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Yay! Hooray, robot jocks. Yay! We like that. We do. And fans. the bad, bad movies that stay away, they get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, it's a douchebags after Twilight. Boo, we don't like those. Boo. No. They're bad. So, uh, what prompted this? Oh, we, we were doing our DDR. Yeah, and, DDR. And our next movies up are going to be Step Up 3D and Step Dieter. Up Revolution, aka 4. So we acquired copies of these, and Chuck, who is now not here to defend his... his, his I, I get it, now that we've seen it. He was like five minutes into Step Up 3D and was like, no. As we claimed, if we come across any that are Bamcast worthy, mm-hmm. stop the tape, come in here, watch it, and we'll do it proper. So that's what we did with Step Up 3D from 2010. So plot summary, <laughs> yeah, there's dancing, and then we will carry on. All right. A tight-knit group of New York City street dancers find themselves pitted against the world's best hip-hop dancers in a high-stakes showdown. There's more, but we'll talk about that. Oh, there's a lot. There's, there's intrigue. There is intrigue and subterfuge. Yeah, there's internal conflict. Some stuff happening. There's all sorts of dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Stepping up. Let's, uh, let's step up. <laughs> so you Three. have watched the previous two step up movies. We'll, I have. We'll start this right now. Right. No C-Tate. No C-Tate. But this is canon. That's the thing about these is. Chuck this was it. not a canon film. No, it is canon to the series. Oh, it's the mythos of yeah. <laughs> Step Up is intact. Preserved, yeah, yes. see, a lot of these uh, have straight-to-video uh, sequels that have absolutely nothing to do with the original except for, hey, you saw that one and you remember the name, right? Mm-hmm. So here's another one. Like, you got served. Again. Yep. Like, Step, step Up to up the... Or stomp, stomp the Yards. Again. <laughs> it's almost like the... Put a brand name yeah. on it so Save that the last people dance. recognize it. Two. Nobody yeah. will be in it. There's even a Honey 2. Well, the two. last dance was already saved. There's a Honey 2, like 10 years what? later, straight to video. Yeah. And Jessica Alba's not in it. No, of course it. not. Just okay. like they made Dirty Dancing, what, like 10, 15 oh, years God. later. Have on the nights. You know, things like oh, that. Oh, man. So, yeah, they, they slap a name on it that's well known and just be like, maybe you'll see this. Maybe. Yeah. But this one, the Step Up series, is, it actually follows this other uh, like storyline and, and crossover characters. Mm-hmm. Um, C. Tate and Mrs. C. Tate are not in this one, mm-hmm. but... Um, going all the way back to the first one, there's a minor character from the first one that was kind of Channing Tatum's little sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were both orphans, so they weren't you know blood sis- blood relatives. But yeah. um, she is now the girlfriend of Moose from Step Up Two: The Streets. Well, not his girlfriend. Well, best friend. His best friend and friends apparently grew They're up together. Best and friends. They're friend zoned. So she is not in Step Up Two at all. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Moose, I, that's I, not that I remember. I mean, I never remember. Like she showed up in this, and like. All of a sudden, I'm like, you look familiar. Okay, yeah. Like six, whatever, five, six mm-hmm. years ago, you were the little sister. Yeah. And now, yeah. So they've okay. kind of retconned her into knowing 
Sure. I mean, it makes sense. They were all in Baltimore and, you know, Mm -hmm. hanging out around the school and stuff. So it it would make sense. But yes, Moose Moose is back. He's kind of a major character, but he's not the the main two hot up and coming dancer people that are in this. That's um, other people. Yeah. (laughs) Other people you would not recognize. Luke and um, Leia. I don't know. What's her name? Um, (laughs) Camille. Camille? No, Camille. Natalie. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Camille. Camille Camille's Camille's is the sister yeah. now. C. Tate's friend. Younger yeah. sister. Yeah. So we we'll watched this in 3D. Mm-hmm. First we did. podcast movie that we have watched in 3D. I am so pleased that we watched this movie in 3D. My eyes aren't, but my oh. my heart is. I feel bad for people that don't get to watch this in 3D. That have to settle for so many less dimensions. Yeah. A third less dimensions. Yeah. Would it's you, terrible. Like, Lose 33% of their People with glass eyes or just one eye in general. Yeah, um, it's got to suck. Yeah. People with monovision, people who have... People who buy, who buy a TV now or bought one before. The, there was like that three-year period you could buy a 3D TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you not buy done. 3D TVs anymore? Never. They're again. hard to find. Yeah. Well. You know, they're getting harder to find. Mm-hmm. They're going to be impossible in a year. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. There's so what it's, we're it's saying going, it's is going buy strong. a 3D TV in a copy of Step Up 3D there right now. Well, I'm just, it's weird. You know, it's going strong in the theaters, mm-hmm. and they're killing the home experience. Yeah, yeah, I, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But either way, that's what we watch this in. Yes, all the D's, Blu-ray 3D. Yeah, and the movie actually starts out with video footage of people telling us. Why home they video. love to dance? Home video footage, and yeah. you you can tell it's home video footage because they put. Uh, uh, the red REC in the top left-hand yeah, corner. Like the viewfinder. two thing. squares around it, and then a no, the battery, battery meter in the bottom right-hand corner. Well, they also crop the whole Otherwise, thing. you would not know that it's you being shot know. on any sort of video. I think they wanted people... Thank you for telling me. I think they did that, honestly, just so people go, okay, there is something 3D here. And they weren't like, oh, uh, did we put on the glasses for nothing? I think they're... Because they do kind of cold open into it. I was going to say, I think they kind of were going, they were actually shooting for the Wizard of Oz thing, because it's also cropped. It's it's still widescreen, but it's like taking mm-hmm. up a, lo- a small portion of the screen. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like you open up into the actual crowd, which is bustling New York you know, city and people walking mm-hmm. <laughs> amongst each other. And all of a sudden, it's you know, full frame, you know, widescreen yeah. full frame and pushing in. And you know, two minutes later, there's a, there's a dance battle happening. Mm-hmm. Does not waste any time for to to get to dance battle. Well, yeah, because they're we're introducing Moose and Camille to their yeah NYU. The parents yeah. are dropping them off. Is it, wasn't NYU. it Kathy and Jimmy? It was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I was like, "Oh, sister act, come on!" But it didn't happen. No. No. She did not. She would serve not follow you. Anyone. No. She did not follow anyone. No. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. What? No. I got it. But yeah, I get it. I'm with you. So this guy, <laughs> it, they drop him off, and his parents are basically like. Yeah, no more dancing. Yeah, you're going to be here. You're not going to dance anymore, right? Yeah. Going to go be an engineer, you know. So I'm never going to dance again. Yeah. His guilty feet would have no <laughs> rhythm. None whatsoever. Why Why do they it just say, like, to pretend. now that you're in college, you can't dance ever. Stop dance. Yeah, that's like, you're in college. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Don't have don't any beers. Don't experiment with drugs, alcohol, and sex. But no. Don't do any of that. Mommy especially not dancing. Mommy to Jimmy says... Put on deodorant and don't dance. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a... Yeah. Yeah. You're a grown man now. Wear deodorant. Mm-hmm. Also, never dance. You probably should have been wearing deodorant for at least the five, last five years. I'm going to go with... Especially if you're dancing. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're dancing. Yeah. I don't know. I, Moose was pretty... Uh, he was pretty childlike. Sure. Yeah. Childlike wonder going on. Also yeah, but he like was a turtle. gangly as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That was a gangly son of a bitch. He's like a skinny turtle. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. A skinny shellless turtle. Yes. <laughs> Moose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he somehow immediately wanders into a dance battle. Like you do. Yeah. In New York, the hub of dancing in the world. What was he? He was. There was some stupid. He saw someone wearing these oh, this pair of right. sneakers. Pair of sneakers. Yeah. The gunmetal Nike. Gunmetal Nike Air Dunk. Yeah, they Supremes. were extremely limited edition or something. They were ugly and jacked up, but they were also limited edition. They're, they're scraped up. They're shitty shoes. Whatever. Yeah, they, that's the thing. There are limited edition. Like each one of my poops is a limited edition, but you don't yeah. see anybody chasing. You know, chasing they're down the that, sewer for well, that. I wouldn't think they'd be that limited. <laughs> each one is unique. Well, sure. Yes. Okay. By that logic, yes. Yeah. Well, here's my logic with this. But they're also there shitty. Are, <laughs> yes. There are ugly, awesome shoes out there. These were These ugly, not but them. not awesome. Right. So it was kind of like, okay, all right. They're not even that flashy. But anyway, he has to follow this person that's wearing them, which immediately leads him into a dance bout because he's so busy looking at the shoes, he bumps into somebody, and then all of a sudden, he's kind of pushed out into the middle of the cardboard that's already been laid down. Mm-hmm. And, and it's time to serve or be served. Yes, pretty much. And he does a decent... Like, like it starts out, I'm kind of like, eh... He's all right, but then he's doing some pretty cool. I don't know what you call that move where you've got like your elbow is bent at ninety degrees and it's right under your chest and you're doing the spin arounds on that. Whatever. Oh, we the, don't know the yeah. names of any dance moves. Right. No, so no, we are not. We don't dancers. know any of that, but it looks pretty cool when the guys are doing it. And then he's like doing it off Hand of a hop. fountain. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's know. something like that. Yeah. But he's doing the spins and he's jumping off a table, and this is when the movie's like, all right, remember we're in three D here. Mm-hmm. Because he runs by some bubbles, and the bubbles are floating around in front of the screen, and he's popping them. He's pointing out at the screen and, and it's popping going. them. Yep. And then he, uh, I think he jumps through a fountain that's going, and he hits a he hits a balloon stand that releases all the balloons up at the crane camera that's pointing down a- at it. Apparently, him. they had like a funhouse, uh, you know, like a you know test your strength switch because he mm-hmm. jumps, lands on it. I think like smoke goes up, and all of a sudden the balloons are like. I think ostensibly he jumps onto the valve of the helium canister and sure. it just yeah, why not? and yeah. also breaks the tether for the 10,000 balloons that mm-hmm. yes. are hanging out there. But rightly so, the NYPD is like, hey, you're, <laughs> trashing, this you're trashing this place, let's get them. And so um, Luke, who had been kind of videotaping all of this, mm-hmm. uh, goes, come on, come with me if you want to live. I, you know, I'll show you where to run to. So I can show you the world. Yeah. <laughs> So they go running through the streets of New York, and they almost get to a sequence. So I'm like, "Oh, is this going to be parkour step up?" Well, because yeah, they come to a, a, like a block street with a hot dog cart there, and it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, what do we do?" And he's like, "Follow me!" And he parkours his way through this hot dog stand, like over the grill or over mm-hmm. the fixing station. Yeah, and, like foot first yeah. through it. And he's like, "Yeah, just do this." And, and kids, Moose, like, Moose is like, "Uh, no, <laughs> like yeah. that, that's a thing, and I don't know how to do that." And keep in mind, his best friend Camille. Literally just ditched her to start dancing. Sure. Like, she was standing there, and he was like, nope. Well, he already did, like, the, he already did the squirrel thing with the shoes. He was just like, ooh, look at that. <laughs> yeah, very much. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he ditched her just for the shoes, and then fell into the dancing. So, yes. But, yeah, they round a quarter, and they're like, he's like, I'm dying. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know I'm how totally to run. I, t- I dance all the time, but I don't know how to run. This is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Totally out of shape. Well, no, but he yeah. had given up dancing for too long. Oh, okay. He didn't have the power. Right. Or something. I don't yeah. know. But either way, he ends up, they end up meeting up at Luke's car. Right. And they Luke's could... just like, hey, man, there's a big dance battle. We yeah, need per- your help. Apparently, he parks his car in this alley all yeah. the time. He's just like, I knew it was here. 
under a tarp. Yeah, because that mm-hmm. seems safe in New York. Yeah, but uh, he, Moose is like, no, no, man, I'm I'm an electrical engineering. That, that's my that's my major. I'm just a student at NYU, and he's like, no, you're not. You're a dancer. You're you a were dancer. you were born into it. You were born from a boombox. What? Yeah, well, what he's is? got some he, other worries. He, he calls like, him B-Fob. Yeah, B-Fob. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, did he just give him a nickname? And he's like, no, you're born from a boombox. Which I guess means... What's well, an acronym, I guess. Yeah, born from a boombox. I don't know. Yeah, but it basically means like you were, you were, oh. you were born to dance. You can't do anything else. Sure. It's in your blood. Some yeah. people learn. Some people are born with it. Moose is apparently one of those people. Sounds like a strange Greek tragedy. Like someone's got a boombox on their shoulder, and just <laughs> someone's coming out of it. Like emerged full formed. Yeah, I am basically. Yeah. So at this point, you know, I mean, this is supposed to. He's supposed to be going through orientation at school. Supposed to be, you know, finding where his classes are, everything. And he's just like, Luke's like, Nah, come on, no, I'll, I'll show you. Let me take you across town in my car, young child. Mm-hmm. To this abandoned warehouse. There is an incredibly creepy vibe going on oh, yeah. in the beginning of this movie. Because Luke's just like, no, just get in the car. No. Yeah, I won't explain anything. Just yeah. just trust me. Just follow I'll me. I'll show you. Mm-mm. I know you don't know me at nah. all. But yeah. You nope. just met me. I'm a guy carrying a camera around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm filming Looking a bunch of at young people I'm at filming college. a bunch of students. Yeah. Moving their bodies. <laughs> Never mind the mirrors I have on my shoes. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But so he rides in the car with him through New York City and Eventually, they get to Luke's club, and then he's like, "And he's like, what is this place?" And it's, well, f- well, he just takes him to an elevator. He's like, yeah. "Get in the elevator." And he's like, "What? Why? Yeah, he's like, what is this place?" Elevator says, "Free candy on the <laughs> yeah. side." And he's like, "Well, downstairs, there's a club where lots of people. Mm-hmm. Upstairs is a place where we practice dancing." I just push the up button. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not going where there's people. Nope. But yes. But there are people, because they, they step out and they're in Oz. They're yeah. in dance Oz. He's in a dance dungeon. Yeah. Kind of. Well, it's like no. that It's like 90s awesome club vibe where it's like, hey, cool shit. We got it. Yeah. Yeah, we got we, a we BMX get, bike on the wall. Yeah. We got, we a, got a wall full of boom boxes. We have a boom box wall. Yeah. A boom box wall. They call it the sound wall. The sound wall. Mm-hmm. There's it's also literally a wall made up of boom boxes. Like. A wall of sound was taken. hundreds of so, them. Right. Yeah. But there's also a padded wall where they, did, where they practice their flips and they run up the side of the wall and do the backflip thing. They also had a foam pit. And there was a foam pit what? there. No. That's, that, that, if that was my house, that would be fine. Just the, the padded wall and the foam pit. Mm-hmm. You sleep in the foam pit? Fuck yeah. yeah. It's, it's a good Stretch idea. out, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I can it, see it's it. It's a very good Run idea. up the padded wall, leap into the <laughs> foam pit. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But... And then, and then this is where we're introduced to their, you know, multicultural team of dancers. And they're all, you know, and honestly, I could not tell you any of their names at this point, other than there's the, the twin matter. Yeah, there's the two twins. There's there's uh, <laughs> the robot, the robot guy, but he never Vl- robot guy never speaks. No, and we also never but, actually get his name. Yeah, we never do, but his name is Vlad in. According to the credits, because he's... Vlad the Impressor. Yeah, because he's actually, like... And he's committed to being Robot Guy, because whenever he does anything in the movie, Mm -hmm. he is doing robot movement. That's correct. So, that guy... That guy's awesome. But we don't get introduced to him at this point. We just get introduced to kind of their whole rest of their crew that's like, oh, if if it wasn't for Luke, I wouldn't have a home. I wouldn't have anywhere to go. 
life would just suck and I wouldn't be able to dance. And Yeah, he touches me at night, but you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he asked me to do bad things every once in a while, but right. it's, it's not as often as it was, so right. we're cool now. Yeah, he's moved on to new prey. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So glad you're here, yeah. Moose. So yeah. glad. But yeah, so he's instantly best buds with all of them. They're like, I want to show you around. We're going to give you the tour of the place. And eventually, Luke takes him downstairs to the club area because he's lo- he's looking in his video monitors yes. and sees this more one cre- girl. More is creepy there. shit that he has yeah. a camera. He's like, she's here. Yeah. <sighs> I think actually someone uh, narks on her for him, like, hey, she's back. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Let me go to the monitor. <laughs> Let me look. <laughs> Target acquired. I love it. I love how Luke, like, the actor cannot convey creepy yeah. in any way. He can barely convey any emotion whatsoever. But all his actions convey all the creepiness for us. Sure. Well, what does he do? He's got yeah. uh, he's, he's got a closed caption. Or, uh, closed circuit. Uh, yeah, closed circuit. Closed circuit yeah. monitors. He's got closed circuit monitors in the club downstairs. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, that a, makes sense. He's got a yeah. Burger King Kids Club upstairs where he takes in all the homeless children from the <laughs> this homeless guy is dancing Michael children. Jackson, isn't he, he is. Yeah. And then he goes downstairs with his video camera <laughs> and videotapes this girl dancing around his club and chases her. Yeah. With chases a ca- with her. With a camera. With, with a camera. The camera. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically, because, yeah, he sees um, Natalie, who, well, you don't know her right now, but he goes and down with the camera. And is walking yeah. to the club, like walks up to her, filming her, and she's just randomly grinding on various assorted guys. And they're like, "Yeah, oh, she's gone." So mm-hmm. well, she keeps doing a disappearing thing. And then he's kind of he's like switches on night vision, like uh, <laughs> fucking you know Buffalo Bill mm-hmm. in his own club. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> well, she's dancing with a great big fat person. <laughs> yeah. And then um, then she just kind of comes up behind person. him and is like. Can I help you, Doctor Lecter? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, she's just like watching that her, you know, him what he's filming, and uh... yeah, and she slowly shuts the camera thing, and yeah. then starts dancing behind these neon tubes. Yeah, kind of, and doing like the well, and it makes like you know lightsaber noises as she's going, mm-hmm. and he is going past her like, <laughs> and all of a sudden she vanishes on him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Moose has just been kind of wandering around, going, "Oh, what's going on?" and since he's been left by Luke because Luke has to chase down this chick, he goes to the bathroom and he's the only person in the bathroom. And then as he's taking a piss, he suddenly, he like, he kind of turns around and there's a guy standing in the doorway. Well, even before that, oh, the yeah, hallway, yeah, the hallway, yeah. he's like, oh, someone right, was following, that's right, that's right. following him down this Tron hallway. And then like, he kind of hears something and the person like parkours up to the ceiling. He fucking metal gear solids yeah. up to the ceiling. And then he turns around and he's like, Oh, well, I guess that was nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and gets in the bathroom and, but they and, do and to establish it, these are the samurais yeah. who are the bad guys of the movie. Is the other crew that he defeated their be- their best guy mm-hmm. when he did his whole opening but cops they, chasing me scene. They even did the horror movie shot because like he's walking down the hallway and as he passes the camera, there's just guys standing at the end, like arms straight down, like dun dun, yeah. and it's like, and then he he does the oh, I think I heard something. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, he's taking a piss, and so the guy is standing in the doorway. In slow motion, rips off the front of his jacket and throws it at him yeah. and says, you don't leave a battle with the samurais. But the guy is wearing nothing but speakers. Yes. He has a Underneath vest his jacket of speakers. Was a vest chrome, of speakers. Yeah, but like chrome grilled speakers. It's not just speakers. It's chrome grilled, yeah. big, far too large to be wearing He's speakers. a walking boombox. Uh-huh. And yes. then 
He says, he like, hits yeah. play. Well, he goes, he goes, you, you know, you don't just battle the samurai and give up, you know. And then he yeah. goes, he puts up his watch and goes, boop. Because <laughs> this watch apparently is controlling the speakers. Bluetooth. And then all of a sudden, ninja dancers, like, come out of the stalls and out of the ceiling and, yes. like, everywhere. And These guys have been waiting for this dude to take a piss. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah so they, they all come, they all spring out of the stalls and they're d- jumping over. And this is one of those bathrooms, like where the stalls are on one side, the urinals are on the other, and the sinks are in the middle with nothing above them. Right, like there's no mirror in there. So it's sort of like a Ricky O bathroom, kind of. Yeah, so they're dan- like it's like a prison bathroom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're dancing around, like they're doing the handstand things on top of the sinks. They're dancing, and jumping around, and he's just trying to get out of the room around everything. Yeah, and he's trying to get out of the room, and eventually he does a handstand turns on the sink, gets a hand wet, and then splats it in the face of the dude who's got the speakers and runs out into the crowd. Who is terrified of water in his face, apparently. He (laughs) freaks out. What have you done? (laughs) (laughs) But we just... Like, the movie had been kind of goofy up until that point, but when that dude rips off his shirt and there's speakers and suddenly ninja dancers appear we were just it lets you know that this is we were dumbfounded by how awesome and stupid that was yeah it's like all right well it was it was so committed to to it that it was fantastic Mm -hmm. and we loved it yeah but yeah he got he gets away from them yeah, gets back to the doesn't main really dance battle floor. him. Gets to the main dance floor and basically ends up starting a fight. Well, of. he kind of just runs and hides behind like his crew's now showing. Oh up, yeah, that's or, right. Or his immediately new crew, the mm-hmm. people that were upstairs, and they're like, "Hey, if you want to get to him, you got to go through us or something." And they're like, "Yeah, well, actual fight, sort of." Yeah, well, this is where they meet Julian. Yeah, who's kind of like the oh, leader of the samurai. That's right. Yeah, because he kind of who comes out from nowhere. You like, know, which is the your standard dance movie thing of he was part of the crew before, he's not anymore, so now he's assembled an evil crew to defeat your crew and basically threatens Luke and, and Luke's like, you got to get out of here. You're not supposed to be here. And this is where he's also like, well, I'm just going to buy this building anyway. So you're yeah. screwed. I Hope have you enjoy it I while you still have money. it. Yeah. <laughs> what does it feel like to be you when you walk with there's no always a, money? Yeah. There's always a rich crew. Isn't there? Yeah. He's um, like the evil other candy maker. This really is Willy Wonka, isn't it? Like what was, yeah. who was the other, the guy who was supposed to steal candy for? Yeah. You're asking the wrong person. Oh, on that, wait, what? That the other, the evil candy maker that the, the supposedly they kept, the guy kept asking if they would spy for him in Willy Wonka. It doesn't matter. Wrong movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Julian was that guy. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's basically the, he starts a fight with Luke. The whole place breaks out crazy. Luke grabs Natalie because he spotted her and says, "I'll get you out of here." And he takes her into a photo booth. Mm-hmm. And basically introduces himself, says, hey, you need a place to stay. You can stay upstairs. Yeah. No one will ever hear you I'll there. pitch a tent for you. <laughs> Which he does. But yes. Literally. Yes, literally. There's literally a tent in the playroom area of the club upstairs. And so he gives her blankets and... Lots yeah. of blankets. Yeah. All the blankets. Yeah. Like four sheets and two blankets. It was it was intense. Mm-hmm. Trust me, the first note would be better if you don't feel me groping you. <laughs> so just use lots of layers. <laughs> no. Keep you warm. no. Uh, yeah. yeah. Gross. But so the next morning. I like that we just take the, the Luke character in this dark, terrible place. And he's this weird. His actions took him there. Yes, I know, but. The movie wants us to think that he's this weird altruistic guy. He's kind of a loser. Everybody's a little bit of a loser. The more these movies go on, mm-hmm. 
it's really like, okay, fuckers, get a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So it's like me watching Rent. Yeah, I guess. I'm just saying the first ones is like, okay, you're in high school. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Go nuts. Live your dreams. Now it's like, all right, you've made a, a dance flop house. Great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but does nobody, like, nobody has a job so that they can contribute to it? They haven't been, like, well, they got the, club. the other they got the club. They were supposed to be making money off the club, but apparently mm-hmm. it's not doing But well none well. of them work there. Yeah. None of them do shit. Yeah. They They're dance. obviously, well, like... They, and yeah. I love that the one guy... The one guy, Moose, who is actually, like, doing something with his life. He's in school. He's, like, learning. And they're like, no, you got to quit that shit to dance. Engineering? No. Dance? Yes. What? Yes. Engineering? <laughs> what are you going to yeah. do? Drive a train? <laughs> yeah. But, like... They don't know what engineering is. I know. Is. No, they don't. They're they're paying people to work at the club. Mm-hmm. Are they're, they? They're, I, maybe there was no law <laughs> there. They was just running it off the cameras, and they just occasionally show up and be like, maybe. But no, but you got to hire a big black dude named Tiny, mm-hmm. right? If you're and running you the club, to, you, you got to have, have a DJ. that guy there. You got to have a DJ. Yes, you got to have. You know, look at the, all the money they're spending on lights. Look, did you see all the columns with the lights? I saw them, and yeah. they made whooshy noises. Yeah, buy them. those are expensive lights. Uh-huh. You don't get those cheap. No, you do not. And then those are rare. Have somebody... Rare gases, noble gases. In fact, right. they, they cost a lot. <laughs> right, <laughs> noble gases. Um, and then you have to have somebody at the bartender at the you got served bar. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But sir, sir, but and then nobody and then nobody has a regular job. Like nobody has. Nobody even like flips burgers. No. Nobody does shit but dance. They don't even they're, have they don't even go to dance battles to make money yet. I know. Like this is the only the the dance battle that's coming up is the only dance battle that they will make money at. Yeah. And they are five months behind on their payments, as we find out. Actually like at least in the other dance movie, like they went out to um what's his name's place? What's his name? I forget his name. Um Steve Harvey's place. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um uh I've watched too many dance movies. Mr. Cool, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, the warehouse. Yeah, it was, was so it was Mr. Somebody. I don't know. Yeah. Either way. But yes. they went out Steve there Harvey and, they, and you got yeah, served. Yeah, they went out to Steve Harvey's place and, and made some money there, but mm-hmm. But they all had homes as well. Well, yeah. They were yeah. not like living yeah, there. Not living that. rent fucking free. Yeah. Freeloading pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The longer these go on, the more maybe it's just us too. Maybe we have grown up as well. I don't know. Maybe like, as a well near thirty-two-year-old man with a steady job and an apartment, <laughs> you know, things I pay for and work for, responsibilities. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's just a little, you know, fist-shaking. Goddamn kids, get off my lawn! I know. Well, and also, let's keep in mind they're six months behind. Well, they were six months behind. He he's paid one he paid month. One month. He's yeah. paid one month, and he thinks that he's caught up. And they're like, no, you got to pay the rest of them. They have a wall of Nikes. Oh, yeah. All these rare All Nikes. rare ass Nikes. Like, it's like the wall of sound. There's a few hundred pairs of Nikes, and they take Moose and Natalie in there, and they're like, you can, when you've earned your, you can earn your kicks, but you got to train first. And where did they get all these shoes? I don't know. If these are all so rare, I, don't know. I have an idea. Just a thought. May- Sell them and pay your rent. You have a point. However, there were good times, apparently. So maybe they wasted all of their goddamn money during the good times on shoes. They could have. Like fools. Yeah, but... And that's why they're all old and scuffed up, because they haven't been able to afford uh, new shoes. You're probably right there. But 
Luke also has a sweet setup because he's been editing this his movie. Oh yeah, he's got like eight thousand dollars worth of Mac. Yeah, he, he's made a documentary on on all these dancers and how dance has set them free and they only feel like themselves when they're dancing and dancing is their life and I can't think of any other dance cliche. I was to born from right a boombox. Yeah, I was born of the film or the film that he's working. I on. was born mm-hmm. a poor boombox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. They could sell all of these things and pay their rent, or they could just keep on doing what they're doing and place all their bets on the battle war dance thing that's coming at the end. What was it called? Dance War? Uh, World Jam. World, World Jam. Jam. Yeah, no. apparently much bigger than the streets. The yes. Streets? Fuck the streets. Yeah. This is World Jam, bitches. Yeah. So he's... Luke takes Nally upstairs, and they start learning parkour on the roofs. Moose, like you do. Well, he's yeah. already parkour. He's hardcore parkour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Moose has been trying to, you know, show up for school and take classes and do all this stuff. Because apparently, nope. like, time is proceeding pretty fast. Like, it seems like it's the next day, but yet, like, he's already taken a test and was, I don't know. I don't know. Pop quiz. Like, what do you know about engineering? Yeah. But so they're, like, on the roof next to him, like, next to the school, waving. And they text him. and They're just like... Quit that shit. Get out here and train. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Ah, oh, you guys." Oh, and then you. next scene. Next scene. Where is he? <laughs> he's like, "All right, what do I got to do?" Let's montage some dancing in, yeah. in the in the fun house because school. <laughs> yeah. Basically, we can sum up Moose's entire story is he keeps getting called by Luke to go do dance or hang out things, blowing off school and also blowing off his uh Camille his. His bestie. His long-suffering best friend. Yeah, his BFF, you know, friend-zoned girl. Mm -hmm. And she's just continually like, oh, I can't trust you. Why? What is this? That's his entire storyline. Yeah. Just go back to her and, hey, I'm here. And apologize or show up, you know, like an hour late for whatever they were supposed to be doing together. That's them. Yeah. We could just write that out of the movie. Yeah. That's them. Well, and I love that there's there's a point where he makes her change her plans with one of her friends. Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to go to the party with one of her friends. It's a costume party. They're going to go. It was Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Right. And he makes her change the plan so that he can be Ashley. Right. And she'll be Mary-Kate. Sure. Or one mm-hmm. or the other way around. And then Whatever. proceeds not to show up, which is basically when she's like, all right, fuck off. Mm-hmm. And he also confesses. Oh, yes. <laughs> In- <laughs> I've been dancing. I have to tell you something. You know, it's like how you would tell someone either <laughs> you're back on heroin. Yeah, yeah, like you're you're back on drugs or, you know, or you're coming out to your parents and you just you have to just say, you know, it's like one of those type of conversations like I've been dancing. Well, cuz he does the walk away confess where it's like he's in the yeah. doorway and he's like <laughs> I've been dancing. And she's like you could have just told me you've been dancing. It's not a big deal, but he's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. So are we cool?" And she's like no, yeah. no, not in any way, shape, or form. No. Was this when she does the, uh, like, we're done or something like that? And he's like, okay, cool. And he's just kind of got get this sort of smile on his face. And then it's like, you do know she just left you, right? Like, yeah. She's like, done, like, we're done and done. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, okay. No, he doesn't quite get that far. No. But maybe he can't do anything but make that goofy face. Yeah. I don't know. He, that Possibly. is very possible. Yeah. But he was cast more for his dancing than his. Yeah. I mean, he was even, he was whacking the last, he was in the last one a lot too. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's his storyline. Meanwhile, yeah, let's get, Luke, Luke has fallen for Natalie. Right. They have a pretty cool 3D scene where they go on top of <laughs> a fan vent 
on a roof. Yeah. And they're eating ices. Mm-hmm. And because the fan is on, they are able to make the ices float around and make shapes in the air. Defy gravity. They for a second they it's Apollo thirteen, you know, playing with liquids, and then all of a sudden it's just like sort of slowly float up into the air. Yeah. But this this is one of those scenes that exists strictly to be like we're in three D. Yeah. Look. Look oh, at the because, computer graphics. Because of course he's got neon green. She's got like neon pink mm-hmm. uh, ices, and it's like, Wee. yeah. So yeah, I don't know. They're yeah. in love then after that. So they're in love. Yeah. Um, we we've been skipping like big bat- dance battles have been happening. I think at least one, if not two, have happened by the time they get yeah, to. Yeah, it's just easier law. to talk about it this yes. way. Yeah. Because yeah, let's get to dance battles. Okay. Because yeah, all of a sudden it'll just movie will be like it's time for a, a leg of the world jam preliminaries. First one slams into your face. You don't know it's coming, and it's titles on the screen that j- just zoom the fuck in, and things flying everywhere. And two seconds later, you realize you're in fucking dance Thunderdome. Yes, because it's just everyone is Mad Maxed, outfitted up. the 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 MC of the place is got an eye patch on that looks like one of those eye patches that'd be bolted to your face and he's got this weird battle staff like ram's head battle staff thing like this crazy post-apocalyptic place mm-hmm. and the entire floor is apparently covered with chalk or some kind of you know dust of some yeah, kind they've dusted the hell out of this place so yeah the first dance team comes out and it's just like this crew that they're all mad maxed out and they just come dancing right at the camera and you know lebron jamesing everywhere just Dusting all over the place, and oh. it's it's nuts. It's so good. <laughs> it's I, I. It's it's really not something we can describe. I mean, because you just kind of yeah, have to well, see it. I mean, even in two D, I, mean, I think just, it'd be pretty damn impressive. But yeah, but the way it be, the way it comes in and announces that what it is, it says, "Bam, Red Hook Battle." Yeah, well, I guess, well, it's like three D logo. The, well, yeah. they're, they're just hanging out. They're like, we got to get a Red Hook. There's a there's a battle coming up. And we're like, oh, okay, this would be kind of cool. And then all of a sudden, Red Hook battle. <laughs> yeah, it does not fuck around. No, no, but, but and then these are all three D, like a lot of effects going on. But they have a weird something they did with the camera. I don't know what kind of lens is on it, but most of these scenes are really long takes, which is nice. But it's also people coming straight at the camera doing stuff. And whenever they get within, like, what looks like it's probably two feet of the camera, everything elongates oh, yeah, considerably. It's, it's like a weird fish So it suddenly looks like they have, effect. like, you know, five-foot-long arms when they're... Oh, they probably put a fisheye on the 3D camera. Yeah, but it's weird because it doesn't look warped no. until they're right on it. Yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, it it's an awesome effect. Yes, it is. And, yeah, I mean, like, this is the part... This is finally when it's like, holy shit, okay... This is what we came for. We have finally I, I stepped because up the other to stuff 3D. they're doing, you know, because I mean, like when they're in the club, they've got, you know, a single guy. will be doing all the typical breakdance moves that you'd expect, mm-hmm. you know, the windmill and all that sort of stuff. But when you get to that, this part, this is when it's like, okay, you've got an entire group of dudes doing choreographed shit. And yeah. And the fact that it's goddamn Thunderdome at that point <laughs> is just fantastic. And one guy, like one guy throws the, the dust at the lens and like it smears on it and it stays in 3d for a little bit. And so I I wanted to make sure I, I assume based on how good this was, that this was actually filmed in proper 3d and it was, yeah. Um, I really want to see the next one now because I just looked it up and it was filmed with red epic 3d cameras. Oh, so, so those are like like the bazillion dollar 4k or Mm -hmm. probably 8k cameras. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's future proofed. But yeah, they future nice. But yeah, but so they, we can have step up three D four K or we can have step oh. up four K because it's the fourth one that was filmed in red red cameras. Well, but it, it, they've already the fifth one comes out this year, you know. So that could be in five. Step up all know. in. Yes. But I mean, we could have a remastered three D four K. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Step up to three D four K. Yes. That's that's the advertising uh, for uh, it. Yes. If you say so. But either way, yes, this battle is awesome. Like just straight both up, yeah. sides have sweet moves that you haven't seen yet. Now is this when they they go dubstep or is it the next one? I think it's this one, right? When the good the good guys go full dubstep. Well, th- this is the one where everyone has their moves and it goes back and forth, and then they break out Vlad the robot. Yeah. Guy. Okay. So this yeah this is the dubstep like yeah. he's he's like the trump bubble, card. Bubble, bubble, you know, you know, I mean, yeah. Like, like everything is awesome, and then all of a sudden like everybody stops doing everything, and this guy comes out and. He just does the best robot-y sort of twitchy dance yeah, thing. Yeah, but the music, I mean, the music, there's a drop, and yeah. it's, it's full dubstep from that point on, and they're all playing along, because, like, he's, like, picking them up, like, waveforms, and then they're falling mm-hmm. back down, and, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... It's it's and really fucking cool. Yeah, it is, like, and this guy knows how to use that camera lens as well, like, because yeah. he gets just in the range of it with his head, so it looks like his head comes unhinged from his neck, almost. Yeah. Like, it is... There had to the be coolest looking thing. I mean, it's a fucking dance movie, but there had to be some really good direction. Like, oh yeah, like okay, this is how these things work in three D. So this mm-hmm. is what I need you to do, and then and then the dancers taking really good direction mm-hmm. too. So yeah. it's it's well, that's impressive. Why this, that's how, why this like, guy's done the last three step ups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can film dance very well, yeah. and then yeah. he made GI Joe too, which is like. Why, where was the touch? Where was any of this touch in that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But but yeah, so they win the battle because they brought out their trump card. Sure, yeah. And just annihilated these guys with him. Yep. And then another battle happens uh, yeah. somewhere along the way. Yeah, in the House of Gwai. Because each yeah. of them, they're called like the House of Samurai, the House of Red Hook, the House of Gwai. Yeah. And there are the pirates. I don't think they're the House of Pirates. I think they're just called the pirates. Well, the first one, I guess they were dancing in the the samurai's area or something right cuz yeah the samurai's are the they've got a, they have a house but they don't really say that it's the house of pirate or anything apparently this mm-hmm. the house of samurai is right outside NYU cuz that's where they sure. did that right so sounds I good don't know. i don't know but yeah yes. the, the guai one is the one where they tell he tells moose he's like all right here's when the battle is on the 15th we need you it's at 8 p.m. right and he looks at his calendar and bam circled is exam right and it's like 8 8 p.m. You have an exam at 8 p.m.? Really? That professor's a dick. Really? And he's like, oh, I can't do it. I got a test. And then, so, of course, he's sitting at the test, and Luke is furiously texting him. Where are you? Why are you doing this school shit? So stupid. We have a battle. So, of course, battle starts, and they're like, where is he? I don't know. So, the first one was Thunderdome. This is basically Bloodsport or Kickboxer. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's an Asian-style club. With the guys sitting around, passing money back and forth, furiously yelling mm-hmm. out and put it, placing bets on everything. And it's like, you're, you're, ban- you're betting on dance battling? Like, that okay. sounds like the best place sure, ever. Sure, yeah. But, I mean, it's, I mean... That's the, not ripe for corruption now, is it? Themed and everything. I mean, they've got this nice, shiny, you know, circular dance floor. Mm-hmm. Big, you know, big, giant, shiny, circular dance floor with, you know, Asian writing on it. And, uh, you know, so their team comes out and they're all appropriately themed, you know, and they're like white and red trunks with face paint and everything. Mm-hmm. And they're... They're doing their thing, and then our good guys come out and do a little bit, and then that's when um, 
Moose shows up and is like, he comes riding in on a BMX, sort of, mm-hmm. like in the back, because it kind of it kind of stops the show for a second. Yeah, like like, like oh the my whole god, crowd parts. Yeah, like he's gonna like jump right in on the BMX and start doing you know bike dancing mm-hmm. rad style or something, but he doesn't. He just kind of goes off to the side, parks his bike, and inadvertently flips on this water pipe that they have in the middle of the dance floor. Yeah, apparently in the middle of the dance floor was a fountain. <laughs> Unbeknownst to everyone. I don't or get maybe it. beknownst and, to everyone, and also, but I don't know. also, why do you have the valve where you can just ruin the dance floor right out in... Yeah. Oh, did you know, they run it? That's where you need the giant it. guy named Tiny to yeah. be guarding that and valve. To, yeah, and to punch, what's his name, into the future. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he hits that, and uh, it messes up the da- the uh, Asian dance crew, of course. Because like, they're doing a bunch of slidey stuff. Well, and they, they were trying to do this like cheerleader routine where they're climbing all on top of each other, and then they get all slippery, and they're like, oh, and the, and the crowd's like, oh, throwing down their money like, mm-hmm. a cheerleader it. routine well, where they get all slippery. Yes. Uh, yeah, however, this does not way. phase the pirate crew. No. At all. No, because, I mean, actually well, Moose better. jumps out there, and yeah. in the middle, like, like, he's like, flips down his jacket, and it, I hate to say it, this becomes the end of Step Up 2, because this is the fucking deluge battle that they had at the end of that. And this is when he stomps the yard. Yes. Because th- this is exactly how Step Up 2 ended, was this rain-water battle. Mm-hmm. And so I was happy to see it return in all the Ds and 3Ds. So, yeah, they go flipping around the water, and they got they have, they do one move where like, they got the guys you know doing the head spin thing, but like they actually part the water for a little bit so that when they stop, it's like it takes the water a second to kind of rush back in. They mm-hmm. were they were flipping so furiously. Yeah, there's yeah, it's because they've got their arms down too, so it's just it's just propelling all the water away. And damn yeah. it, they did a good job with the visuals of yeah. this. It's because I mean it was like I was like fucking damn. impressive. He just split the water and then it took it a second to kind of yeah. rush back in. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they and they, they're kicking water in the other dudes' faces, and they're just generally right, making. Yeah, Moose a, goes like they all kind of bend down, and he goes running across their backs. While mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just general mayhem, mayhem that looks really cool in 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 the water and everything. So yeah. of course they win. Yeah, um, they win at about this around now is when uh, they Luke is just sitting around and suddenly sees their entire routine posted online. And goes, somebody leaked our routine. Yeah. Who could it be? And they're all like, we don't know, man. We don't know who got it out. And he's like, but Julian's posting Gee, it. We, we're screwed. You know, it's basically the exact same thing as as uh, you got, got served. served yeah. Where it's like, no, they have our routine. Now what are we going to do? Right. And, of course, um, Natalie is a plant for Julian, the bad guy. Right. It's actually his sister. Yeah, he, she just kind of sees this and is like, oh, I better pack up my shit and go. I gotta go. Yeah, she flat out leaves and everyone's like, what Where? What happened? Why'd she leave? And it's like, you guys really aren't too bright. Or you haven't pieced together. She's the one who gave away the DVD. And yeah, no. but there's there's a scene. She goes back home and, and confronts her, her brother, Julian, and is like, hey, you lied. You, he said that you uh, threw a match and that's why they, they kicked you out of the gang. But not that you quit or that he, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, he he cooked up the story that like um, Luke wanted Was to be wanted to be jealous. the leader and, and kicked him out and all this stuff and and she's just like what you you're a liar yeah uh, and and throughout the movie Julian is presented with literally no redeeming values whatsoever like like there is nope, nothing no. to him that's redemptive whatsoever he's a nope. good dancer yeah but there is no shade of gray with him it is all Correct. terrible right so yeah so yeah so he she, treats her like crap she's you know. She's still kind of like, all right, well, I'm home and I'm back where there's money and I'm not in the 
creepy rape dungeon dance yes. studio. Rape loft. Yeah. Because it was, <laughs> rape it was loft, up, sorry. Up, yeah. It was up, yes. Rape it's loft, high, the loft that High rapes. scale, New, New York. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she's like, all right, well, I'll stay home. And, and so Luke gets this text of like, hey, come to my party from her. Mm-hmm. And so they just kind of roll up in their city hoodies and stuff. Yeah. And they realize it's like this black tie affair. And of course, they have a bouncer who's like, you don't have an invitation. Step aside. And yeah. so, of course, they go, they find a jacket from the wait staff. And yeah. Sneak in. They and get into a dance routine. They get into like a crazy a tango thing. Yeah. They get into this crazy routine that's like suddenly a scene out of Moulin Rouge because, like, it's, um, I break your windows. I don't, whatever the hell that song is. I should know who that is. Yeah. I'd, but it's like, a, it's like a dance version, like a tango dance version mm-hmm. of that song. And yeah, and yeah. They, they do this whole routine. And of course, Luke and uh, Natalie end up together dancing and pulling all these fancy moves, and then mm-hmm. they kind of spin off to the side and have to have a talk. And yeah, and he gives her a copy of his video that he's made of of his little documentary. And just as it's called "Bust Your Windows," by the way, yeah. "Bust Your Windows." Yeah. Okay, yeah. Who's but, it by? Oh, uh, woman. Cool. Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, Jasmine so, Sullivan. Jasmine. Okay. I mean, I, I just know Jasmine. I've heard song, it sounds so. jazzy, but. He gives her the the documentary. She's like, oh, my God, you finished it. There's something I have to tell you. And then Julian walks up. He's like, oh, hey, buddy. I see you met my sister, huh? What do you think of my sister? And he's like, how could you? What? I couldn't figure that out because that would require thinking. That would make entirely too much sense. So he's bummed. And when Bud storms off, and by the time he gets back to the place, everyone has been kicked out, and there's a notice on the door that says they've foreclosed on the property and yes. it's going up for auction. And, you know, and this is the point where, you know, most would like band together be like, well, we got to, we got to win this. This is the we only way to save up. ourselves. We got to step up. Instead, Luke goes, ah, we're fucked. Damn it. It's over. It's done. Get out of here. All because they think they don't have a place to practice. Mm-hmm. And two of them just flat out like walk off. One chick we hadn't even seen before, yeah. but looked like she's like fifty years old. And yeah, like, yeah, she was like, well, I've been leaving my kids alone for far too long. <laughs> well, they had the kind of Talia Shire, like, okay, you know, this guy's going to betray them at some point. Guy, she's just immediately like, the second they started talking about closing down their their crazy loft place, he was mm-hmm. just like, well, maybe they should, because and things, yeah. and I, bleh. and everyone's like, what? Yeah, he's just the guy who's like, this was never going to yeah. work, and you know it. We owe $100,000. Where are we going to get that kind of money? And he's like, we'll just yeah. win the World Jam thing. Yeah, that he's like, coincidentally, a- the thing we've been kicking everyone's ass to compete in. Yeah, it might just possibly pay out that much. So, yeah. you know. He's like, that'll never work. Yep. So, yeah. So, they all just go to be homeless or whatever. And meanwhile, Moose has gone back to being student so at least he had a fallback plan well sure you don't actually show up to the damn college that you sign up yeah (laughs) probably paying a lot of -of out-of-state tuition exactly yeah does he actually do any more schooling for real uh well he He no he has to go have a dance routine with his uh his girl friend yeah his female friend right yeah Mm -hmm. i mean and they do a straight up like it's the fred astaire and ginger rogers thing it's a it's a knockoff Right. Yeah, it's Homage. a nice routine. I mean, they do a nice long take of them going down yeah. the street. Except and they, they're assholes. Like they're fucking yeah. with everything. Like to well, start, isn't it. that the way? And the lady goes? hits them with a hose with for it. Yeah, yeah, which is good. I mean, I guess the movie is at least acknowledging, like, okay, if you go dancing on a street like this, you're probably an asshole. But it even starts that way. Like they, the the song is playing on an ice cream truck, 
and they get, and they like cut in front of all the kids and like, hey, can you turn that up? Here's five bucks. And the kids are like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> we will like, murder you. <laughs> this is New York. I will murder you for ice cream. I will take this pop yeah. and shove it right up your nose until you die. <laughs> Yeah, but yes. Yeah, so they they go dancing. We're paraphrasing what they yeah, say. Exactly, it's right. close. But like, first thing is like they go dancing through a taxi. He takes the guy's hat that was waiting for the taxi. They start messing around with people's artwork that's like getting moved into a place. Mm-hmm. They take trash lids and mess it all up. And then yeah, a lady finally hits him with a hose. And oh, they steal the kids' uh, razor scooters too. Yeah, but they, they only they, they only they, steal them for like seven and a half feet. Yes, but to be fair, still still kinda, still kinda, theft. Kinda, kinda they do dickish, yeah. yeah. But yes, and then finally they're like, ha ha, oh, <laughs> they go falling off the steps into tr- two trash bags, which happen to be filled with packing peanuts, mm-hmm. so that was good for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Supposed not to, syringes. Not syringes, or you know, just old broken glass. <laughs> or like chicken parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just now, so, medical waste in general. Mm-hmm. Human organs. Side note, this is the first time we see her dance at all in this movie. Right. And she's, did, and did she's, she she's reluctant to do it. she ever dance in the first it. one or anything? Uh Yes, she did. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was established, like, she's taunting C. Tate about dancing, and he's like, yeah, well, let me see your moves. I mean, she's like 12 in that. Yeah. But, yeah, she's like... Well, there's some 12-year-olds in this who... Yes. ...could destroy people by the end of the movie, but... Yeah. Um, So, yeah, they made up. They're best friends again. They're more than best friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We get a nice little dance number from them. Meanwhile, Luke Luke has gone to waiting tables at a shitty New York diner. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. but he has only been there for like half a shift. Yes, yeah. basically. And then yeah, and then Moose shows up and is like, What are you doing? Don't give up on your dreams. You're doing something responsible. I'm supposed to come here and talk you out of it. Like you've been doing with my schooling this entire yeah. movie. And he's like, You know what? You're right. Fuck responsibility. Let's yeah. go dance. I just I love the one guy who's in the back of the diner who's like, Where the fuck is my coffee? <laughs> And he's like, we got dancing to do. Screw you. And the guy's like, you son of a bitch. This yeah. will be reflected in your tip. <laughs> I came here for coffee, not for a floor show, <laughs> yeah. fucking guy. Hey, get the fuck out of here, Fred Astaire. <laughs> fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. But yes. That is actually all the lines for uh, Yeah, I just is, read yeah. all, all mm-hmm. a oh, section of IMDb. Read them directly from IMDb. Yes. Really? Okay. No. 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 That's not... The quotes aren't in IMDb. I just remembered. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah. So... And then, of course, he goes back outside. He's like, well, we're going to need a crew. And they step outside. And, oh, look who's there. Everyone who was homeless. Yeah, the rest <laughs> of the, had been the, sleeping the people, in the dumpster yeah, behind the diner. The people that, had, that didn't straight up quit. And, yeah. But they're still like, well, we're still some people short. I don't know if we're going to be have, able to do this. Plus, they've locked the doors, so we can't go back. To, where are we going to practice? And he's like. Moose is like. Yeah, Moose is like, come, with, come with me. Let's go to the carnival. So they he do. You couldn't have said that a week ago or or. Three hours ago, whatever nah, time no. happened, you know, to prevent uh, what's his name from having to take up a job, you know. Nope. 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 Absolutely not. But anyway. That would make way too much sense. Basically, he goes over and he, he meets, I, I can't remember her name, um, Jenny, I think, from Step Up 2. From the block. Yeah, Jenny from the block. Uh, the, the Asian girl from Step Up 2, um, who claims she doesn't have an accent, but does. Um and, and and he's like, hey, you, we were in that movie a couple years ago together, right? Yeah. Um, so you want to join our crew? She's like, of course. Yeah, let's do this. And then, like, they go, they go, like, down. She takes her down to, like, this weird, like, uh, amusement storage area where they've mm-hmm. got all kinds of old stuff. They've got an old, a Zoltar machine, like, parts for everything, pinball mm-hmm. tables, all pinball kinds of machines, stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
And then like they they turn on like, well, may I don't know, we might can make this work, but we're still some people short. So of course the roll door, knock knock knock, yeah, yeah. opens up, and there's the rest of the, all the B list people from Step Up Two show up to all the MSA crew from Step Up Two show up to join their crew. Mm-hmm. You know, so and he introduces all of them except his girlfriend. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe they think it says maybe here they, they maybe know they met. Yeah, he's like they've all got a specialty, and they're all kind of not good. Well, they're good in Step Up Two. They just don't give them anything to do here. Yeah, I mean, nothing is as good in Step Up Two as is this. I mean, cause the 3D just makes everything look cooler than mm-hmm. everybody's doing. Yeah, but yeah, they don't get a very good like wow routine to introduce them. But yeah, but so they're they have enough people for a crew now. Sure, got to yes. learn some new routines. So they all clean up the place, and they've got kids who are watching them do all their moves mm-hmm. in the meantime. Like I don't know who yeah. they are, whose kids they are, what they're just they're vagrant children. Yep. I don't know. But yeah, it's another montage as they learn a new mm-hmm. routine. Yeah. In the middle of this, the one guy, I believe his name's Carlos, who had quit, the wet blanket guy, comes back and he's like, all right, here's the deal. Julian will let you have the place if you throw the competition. Mm-hmm. And Luke is just like, no, no. Nope. You, that's, that's not a good idea. I don't trust Luke. You know, and Luke's, I wouldn't trust Julian either. No. Imagine if you threw it and then you didn't pay it. Right. You're doubly screwed. Yep. So what you could do is lose and then say you threw it because you didn't bring your best. Mm. True. Yeah. But either way, mm. see, he t- he's, he's offered this and he says no. And the guy's like, well, then you're going to lose, so good luck. So then they train even harder. Right. And this eventually brings us to... Yeah, damn. It's the World Jam. Let's go. Yeah, World Jam battle. Yeah, there's really no more story to be had. Let's just no. battle. And then it's a freaking twenty minute dance scene. Yeah, basically. I again, it's like it's hard to describe, but they let's describe first. All of the, they have they have uniforms. They mm-hmm. somehow have acquired pirates' uniforms. Yep. And they come out with a flag. I'm gonna have to assume that this is like like they had them already. Like it was no, a thing. not even that. That they like they probably blew it when they had bet money back when the club was doing good or whatever. The initial inheritance nah, or whatever nah. they probably bought these jackets like. Because this is going to be on whatever TV plays dancing competitions. Oh, ESPN, the Ocho? Yeah, yeah. ESPN 8. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, you know, they've got a lot of sponsors, so I'm willing to bet that maybe there was a little cash that the competition threw at them for matching jackets. Okay, maybe. That's what I'm That's what I'm going to guess. Whatever, but they roll up in it. But then they're sort of outdone because then the uh, the samurai roll up. And they've Holy basically shit. they've basically taking the street version of the evil robot jocks outfits. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's like it's kind evil, of the robots, like or the the Russian black and yeah. gold, like evil hyper modern samurai puffy jacket sweatsuit and hat thing. Yeah, flat burn hats that that, that continue because like it's they've got these puffy like sort of quasi spike sho- shoulders that mm-hmm. just kind of lightning bolt up that, and then it sort of continues on the hat. Like I said, it's, it's the, so it's good. Basically, the you know. I thought it was like the dragon nostrils on the hat in gold or something. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. I'm just saying, like, it reminded me of, like, you know, if it, if Alexander from Robot Jocks st- started a crew. Yeah. yeah this is probably how he dressed them. I mean, this is, he looks so... I've familiar. already served you in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. But, yeah, he looks so vanilla icy when he's leading them out there. But they look awesome. That's all you can say is they look ridiculous and awesome. Mm-hmm. And like the proper villains they're supposed to be. Yes. So yeah. So there's a whole bunch of different dance routines. Yeah. I mean, they go back and forth yeah, three they or do, four times. They do the back and forth thing for a while, and then 
And right before this started, also, Natalie has come up to to Luke and said, hey, you know, why don't you come to California with me? You can be a filmmaker there. Oh, and, God, yeah. I, you know, you finish this film or whatever. Yeah, right. and he's like, no, we got to dance battle. I'm kind of committed to this. Yeah. It would kind of screw everybody else over, too, but, you know, whatever. Right. So she's just like, good luck. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, so they which d- is a setup for later, of course. Yeah, but they they do the the you got served like let's go back and forth kind of quick routines, and then the weird thing is is like the pirates get like a full song like a crazy dance number thing that starts where they bring out because they've been working on these weird little lighting things throughout the mm-hmm. entire uh, movie where they've made these weird little magnetic LED lights that they can stick anywhere, and then they were working on suit versions of them. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, like, the lights come down, or lights go down, and then it comes back up, and, like, they're all wearing these black light-up suit things. Yeah. And the lighting behind them is matching them somehow. So it's just this crazy, synchronized light dance battle thing. And they get this whole long routine with that. And then the samurai never really get, like, a follow-up to that. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's really going weird. It's just like, fuck it, they won. <laughs> just, yeah, because well, at that here. point, they, they were serving so hard that there was yeah. no... Like they were acing their serves, oh, you just okay. can't return. Like like the yeah, ch- like the check's been brought, it's been signed. There's just no going back after that. It's yeah, because like I mean, like that's how that. hard the they sequence were really is. Like you've got, and the announcers meanwhile are kind of commenting every once in a while on things, and they're just but like, just man, very, the pirates very are getting rarely. shelled. You know, they're yeah. just getting served here, and they kind of, I guess, pull even when she comes out to help Luke, and they do their little dance number there. Capoeira stuff that they'd been doing earlier, yeah, it's, it's, which we will note looks better than Mark DeCoscos' <laughs> Capoeira. But they don't time. really do the same stuff that they did when they were practicing. Yeah. They did well. There was the enough there was similar this stuff. Spin around the body thing that was, I guess, kind of dangerous that she wouldn't do, and she just had to let go. Yeah, but they didn't make a, a big, big enough deal yeah. about it. Yeah, but they they get even, and that's like the last thing they let them do. And is do they bring the kids out? Before, like during the final number, or that's before like the, the final last number? thing that yeah, they I think so. do because there are these four kids the that kids. are like between the ages of like eight and twelve, I'd say. If that, yeah, they're and really they're little. yeah, but they're all fucking awesome. Yeah, I'd say a couple of them are like probably five or six. I mean, seriously, there was one. There was one little tiny kid. Yeah, yeah, but they are they are just they come out and they're as good as any of the adults are in this movie. Yeah, that the one the one girl amongst them is like oh yeah doing some crazy stuff, and I'm like. How did you learn how to do this? Yeah. And that, of course, gets the crowd nuts. But yeah, when they're doing their Tron dance number with their outfits, like there's a point where they all have lasers coming out of their chest. Uh-huh. Yeah, they they simultaneously like, you know, laser out into the entire crowd yeah, they and all then fall fold back in. Well, they like fall down on their on their knees and then they're like bending back and forth and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. blinding everyone in the crowd with sure. their red yeah. lasers. And blinding us with our crane shot. And right. In 3D, of uh-huh. course. Yeah. And, yeah, it, and basically, like it goes to the judges, and the judges are like, yeah, yeah, pirates, duh. Though yeah. it is kind of anticlimactic because they're like, throw the flag of whoever wins, and the lady just kind of goes, eh, red and black. It's like dropping a hanky or something yeah. off of the, off of the stage they're on, right? But yeah, but they also get the world's best trophy. They do because mm-hmm. it's basically a boombox with what does it say on the front? Does it just say World Jam Champion? Yeah, yes. World Jam Champion. Yeah, like in like in gold letters on the on this giant boombox, and then their check for a hundred grand. Giant check. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, and then after that, it's all wrap up. It's like, all right, she's going to California. Oh, he's going to California too. He's leaving the place to everyone else. They're yeah. gonna keep the crew growing. Everyone gets a happy ending. Moose and his girl are together, and yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> then roll credits as 3D uh, shoelaces come out at us. Yes. Uh, they put a lot of effort into the closing credits and all of the 3D things coming at our faces. Yeah, and they have Neon a guy 3D. doing the hand-tutting thing. Is that what that is called? Yeah. I didn't, I've didn't. i never, ever heard of that. Hand-tutting. Yeah. Yes. I thought it's like... But yeah, it's doing the whole poses with the hands, which, I mean, it's pretty cool, but like after everything we've seen in this movie, it's kind of like, okay, that's cool, I guess. Just something to keep you entertained yeah. so that, you know, the the gaffer can actually say that people stayed through the credits to mm-hmm. see his name or something. Yeah. Then it ends. Everything, everyone's happy and life is great. Yeah. Except Julian. <laughs> I guess he was not happy. <laughs> no, Julian got served. Yep. He did. He got served hard. I wish someone had said, had mentioned serving at some point, but maybe they're like, maybe they're not allowed. Probably. And nobody is told to step up either. I was disappointed mm, in that. I That's think true. somebody said step up at some point. They had to have. If they did, it was not the dramatic, like, no. we're saying the name of this movie. They may line. have said it's like, it's time to step it up or something. Yeah. Or you need to step but, it up. But I mean, when you're in a movie called Step Up, you need somebody to be like, Luke, I, I'm, I got to tell you this. Mm-hmm. It's time to step up. It is. You know, totally just time. that. That's all you need. You've or, been fucking around for too long. It's time to step it's time up. Time to step up. That's all they needed. And it wasn't there. Nope. Also but. needed to say fuck more, I think. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, we corrected that. We did. Let's rate this. Let's. Um, I, no, we're not, no Stargrove, because it's, again, all licensed music. Except, there are 51 songs in this movie. Except for the fact that it credits Bear McCreary for doing music on this movie, which is like... There are a couple scenes in the transition stuff that have music. I'm just saying, that's... But yeah, but Bear McCreary. It's weird. <laughs> the Walking Dead guy. Yeah, well, Battlestar oh, guy. Okay. Battlestar guy is how I would say it, because... Uh, there weren't enough Tycho drums for me to immediately go off. Oh, Fair <laughs> yeah. McCreary. Anyway, so uh, rating, rating. <sighs> I really like this movie, and it, it's it's strange because in a lot of ways, I would say this is almost a good movie, except for idea, because like it's made really, really well. It might it's probably made the best of all the step up movies or a lot of other dance yeah. movies we've ever watched. Or, you know. <sighs> But it's goofy. <laughs> like the concept is goofy. What things that happen yeah. are goofy as shit. So but you I, know what? They play it all straight. Yeah, they do, and that's what that's what makes it work. I I can't go five jocks. I, I that's out because I'm old and things <laughs> bother me. And like at a certain point, I can't reward you for like shucking responsibility left and right and not having a better motivation other than like. Yes, they were kind of saving the rec center, but it was their own personal, private, dickheadery yeah. rec center. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, <laughs> it wasn't like an actual rec center where we're actually helping kids. It's more like we're helping people that should probably be in college and or have a job mm-hmm. keep fucking around. So um, I think it's appropriate to say I'm going to give this three jocks. Uh, I can yeah. almost go four, but yeah, something about that really is like irked me now because... I'm giving it three dot three D jocks three three D jocks. I think you need to step up to your four. rating. I almost would, but like I said, it's that really that really irks me. Like the first two, it was kind of acceptable because they're high school age kids, and mm-hmm. now that like they've gone college age, it's like okay, maybe it's time to sit down instead of step up and like open a book. <laughs> At least, like, at least meet your responsibilities. Yes, they were born to dance, like, not born to read. Okay, man. well, it's three teetering on a four, but no higher than that. 
Also, make sure that you don't go to a college where you're going to have like random dance battles. No, an 8 p.m. <laughs> an 8 yeah, p.m. p.m. exam. Exam. Fuck that yeah, college. For regular day school. Don't go to that fucking college. All right, make make NYU me make me bullshit. the bad guy for giving too low of a rating. Go for no, it. No, no, you're a bad guy for plenty of reasons. Okay, but not sure. for that. All right. So what are your ratings? Go. That's what I'm asking for. I didn't have the problems you had. This is a five jocks movie. Okay. 100%. At 3D, I, I just put it over the top. It, it was, I had so much fun watching this movie. And yes, there is a dull, dull part in between kind of when they're all, you know, when they're doing the romance thing and the, and that stuff, it just kind of, it's like, you need another dance battle soon. And they take a little too long with that, but. Aside from that, like I just love that it's all played so straight, and the takes of the dancing that they do are so long that it's even more impressive to see it. And yeah, I just this is a I would gladly watch this movie again. And I would right too. now. I would too. So maybe maybe I have to revise no, it to a four, but I don't know. Like I can't. I, get, I think it's a five. I cannot reward it a five because that irks me. That that single solitary. I'm a grown up irks me. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I understand. People shouldn't be able to let dance their lives but away when I have to work. <laughs> to me, to me, the main point of this movie is those dance battles, and they're all awesome. Yes, I agree. And that's the biggest part of it. But okay. and it got two jocks just for that guy ripping off the jacket, and he's he's a walking boombox moment. Sure, it was fantastic. BJ, yo, hi, hi. Um, what are we doing? Um, this is definitely four jocks. Um, I'm a goddamn adult with responsibilities and uh, and the aforementioned apartment and and bills to take care of so you got to take care of your shit you can't just like especially in new york city because it costs a million dollars a second to live there um you have to step up to your responsibilities mm-hmm. so or you'll be on the streets or you'll be on the streets right, right. so it earns more than 3 Mm-hmm. I'm at a tentative D, four, but it's it's definitely a four. It, yeah. it just I just can't go five tap up. Um, <laughs> I I just can't go. Why five. wasn't that the name of the fifth one? I it should have been. Yeah. Um, but it is a glorious four, and it is way better than I was expecting. Um, I shouldn't like a dance movie this much, but when when you commit that hard to being as ridiculous as you are. And you also do a really good job of filming it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And, I mean, the dance scenes are. The, the rest of the stuff is just, it's, it's fine. It's shot yeah. well. It's not, it's not really impressive, but it's not bad. It's not distracting. Um, it's shot well, just, you know, just normal movie shot well. But then the 3D is actually, with the exception of a couple gimmicks, which every 3D movie has to have... They actually use it effectively for those mm-hmm. scenes that we talked about, like with the hands coming at the camera. So it, it doesn't do anything major to fuck itself up. Um, but I can't, I can't reward the, the shitty attitudes <laughs> and behavior of these folks with with that extra jocks. Maybe um, and, no. and with age, maybe you drop down to a three, like me. <laughs> like I'm well, not that couple, far behind. I know, just you, a though. couple more years, and like you'll be like, oh kids that's two jocks off <laughs> like i said it's a great movie speaker I, jacket i would go watch it pit. again right now mm-hmm. but i would still be like get a job yep. i would kids. have to i would have to watch the dance scenes only cut because even though it didn't drag and i'll give it i'll definitely give it credit for this the the non-dancey parts were not 
the slog through misery that I thought they were going to be. Nobody played basketball. True. Yeah. That's Very like a true. first in, in dance movie history, I think. No, actually, I don't think Honey did, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah. Faux. All right. It's worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And with that, let's take a break. All right. Right, welcome back. Hey, Mamcast. Hey. Second, second half. half. It is. It's time for that second half. Step Hooray. up to that second half. So, um, I saw a almost new movie in the theater. I think I'm a week behind. And seeing, it, seeing it when it was new, new. I went okay. and saw Edge of Tomorrow. Ooh, a few days ago. And I'm going to talk about it today. Yeah. And right now, it's actually on the edge of tomorrow. It so is. Hurry up. Okay. Um, Tom so, Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yes. Could you handle by, the truth? I, 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 yes, I could. Sweet. Uh, so it's um, God, the name just went out of my head. The guy that directed, uh, Doug Lyman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Born Identity and Go, Go, and stuff like that before. Like Mr. And Mrs. Smith also. Yeah. Which, eh. Um, so I liked it. I, I mean, that's that's the first thing to say is I did like it. Um, it wasn't exactly what I was thinking it was going to be, but. That's okay because I think I liked what it was a little bit more. Uh, like okay, so this is a, a kind of a, like a TV episode uh, blown out into a full blown movie. It, like this could be an episode of fill in the blank TV show kind mm-hmm. of thing where they'll do that like a time paradox loop. Yeah, and the things that you change subtly every time, or you know, showing you a slightly different perspective or something like that. Yeah. So that it's fine. It, that works really really well, and they skip past the things that you know are going to happen like they 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 do it really well like the first time it, it's a loop it's like let me, let's show you this again and show you the slight changes and then eventually it's just like fuck it nope 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 we're here you know <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like like skip all that no we don't not have to go through any of that again you know that yeah. he ends up here again and god knows how many times mm-hmm. so if you know the premise of the of the movie that's basically what happens is he gets stuck in this where he's repeating the same day over and over so it's groundhog day with mech suits yep Essentially, sounds good to me. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but it, it's it's really good. The action is is filmed really well, and I thought that the they did a pretty decent job of painting the world and painting uh, the the idea of how the aliens work and how this could happen and all that was summed up pretty well because that's a very complex, uh, chaotic uh, storytelling style. I mean, you really yeah. only have like thirty minutes to tell a story and the rest is about the contrivance of the repeat you know, the repeating of the day. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's handled just about as well as like Groundhog Day was, where it's like you know, we there are things we have to repeat and there are things they start we start boiling it down to the important stuff. Right. And and they do a they do a pretty good job about it. And yeah, I ended up jo- uh quite enjoying the movie and would highly recommend it. Uh I don't know if it's a theater worthy experience. I did not yeah. do three D. I don't know if it was filmed, I didn't bother to look. I just Looked at the times when I could go and was like, all right, that's a 2D showing is the next one. I'm going. Yeah. Because it was kind of sort of spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I will probably buy a Blu-ray of it. Yeah, I definitely wanted to see it. I just, there's a few movies this year I've wanted to see that just haven't worked out. So. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll watch, I mean, like, I, I was interested in seeing 22 Jump Street because I like 21 Jump Street mm-hmm. better than I thought I would. See Tate and all that. But, um, yeah. 
it's not a theater thing for me. It's like comedy's just as good at home. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Well, it, it for me, like comedy in a theater, it has to be like a lot of people in the theater. Yeah. Like an empty theater, eh, might as well watch that at home. But yeah, this was pretty empty. I went like at an odd time in the middle mm-hmm. of the day, kind of thing. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Tom Cruise pretty good. Still like his movies. Like when he runs at a camera, especially when he has a robot suit on. And Emily Blunt, I like her. Yeah, she's pretty good in it. She's pretty good. Yeah, she does a good job. I mean, of like pulling off sexy badass. That's um, she was in the Hat movie. With the Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, the League of Extraordinary Hats. Yes. Okay. Um, she was also uh, Sucker Punch, wasn't she? Mm, no, it's Emily no. Browning. Browning. Okay. All right. Yeah. I keep getting my. Emily she was in Pompeii. Blues. Yeah. Yeah. John Snow saved her in Pompeii. Okay. John Snow versus the volcano. Yeah. Yes. Which I saw that too. And Chuck's right. I just echo that. Everything Chuck said about Pompeii is absolutely mm-hmm. right. You should watch that. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I might. Get I don't a always agree. Copy I, I don't always agree with Chuck. I do on Pompeii. Yeah. And Emily Blunt was also in Looper. Oh, yeah. She was ah, in Lupa. 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 I haven't That's seen right. I, I still haven't seen Lupa. I forgot Lupa she yet. was in the Lupa. Yep. All right. I'll have to see the Lupa. Yeah, Lupa's pretty good. I just want to be able to say Lupa more often. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Lupa. All right. What'd you see? What'd you see, BJ? You know, I saw X Men First Class uh, a couple weeks ago. Because you told us. And yeah, I did. Um, and so to follow that up, I went ahead and ran out to the theater, the theatre, and saw X-Men Dop. Um, the days of future, past, present, tense. Um, I really liked that movie. I thought that was quite competent. Um, <laughs> They'll put on that, <laughs> that on the DVD box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I really competent. liked it. It was quite competent. Um, no, I mean... <laughs> this did not suck. <laughs> that's correct. I mean, and that's high praise coming from me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I kind of had some reservations about Jennifer Lawrence and her supposed acting abilities, and I think she comes more into her own in this. Um, it's not, you know, the breakout, holy shit, performance of her career or anything. She's just growing as an actress, and she turns in a, you know, a better and... I don't want to say less childish because it sounds like, oh, well, yeah, duh, she just grew up. Um, but it's it's a less, it's a more polished performance. She was her. wishy-washy in first class. Yeah. I mean, because, like, she kept going back and forth and, like, they gave her a purpose and, like, a character trait. Yeah. She was on a revenge mission and it's yeah. like, okay. It gave her some yeah, purpose. some direction. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And she was just kind of like, oh, I don't know. Am I good? Am I bad? Magneto's yeah. kind of hot, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the way they handle the the conceit of the movie all the way through the end. Um, there are some things I don't like about about the movie, and this is this is probably a comic book thing and a thing that I just don't get and or am not used to because I don't read comic books. But when they when they jump into the past in some movies, and it seems like it may be comic books in general, um, sort of injecting our main character's influence into what's happened in the world. Um, Like, in first class, you know, they were all over the Cuban Missile Crisis, Mm -hmm. and then, I don't don't know, I guess it doesn't really... Yeah, there's not a direct parallel, I mean... Is it a a spoiler, necessarily, to talk about the... Why Magneto's in jail? Yeah, why Magneto's in jail. Um, but the reason that Magneto is in jail, it's like, really? Okay. 
come on. Do you have to, like, I know that you have to have a reason for him to be there, but this is the reason is a little bit contrived. I think time travel stuff can't resist those things. I, I think so much of time travel, if at least in, a, in the pulpy way that this movie is, mm-hmm. can't resist being like, well, this is what actually happened. You know, for stuff that where people are like, well, you know, I wonder what happened there. You know, it's how did that happen? But, yeah, the I mean, movies like this can't like pulpy ones just can't resist doing that stuff, tying in big events. And it's also, you, I mean, you can I resist know. that. It's it's really easy. You just don't fucking do it. And it's, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but it's it's one of those things where it's like, really, everything was going good, and then you had to, then you did that. Are you sure that's what you? Like, yeah, are you it, sure that was necessary? I know, but to me, that's always been like the wink of the camera. They know they can't directly wink at the camera. Yeah, so but, it's kind of. But like, I don't. I mean, you don't need to wink at the camera. No. In this movie, there's already like there's already enough substance in this movie, and there's already enough stuff that's there's already enough cheese in this mm-hmm. that you don't need that extra layer of plastic ass fake American pasteurized processed cheese food on top mm-hmm. of it. Um, yeah, and I'm I, I kind guess. of making it out to a to, because it's something I can latch onto and talk about. I'm making it out to a bigger deal than it is, but it's not that big of a deal. It's just an a, an annoyance that they do in in movie or an annoyance to me uh, in movies, and I I just wish that they would kind of back off of it because it's completely unnecessary. And um, but it didn't spoil my enjoyment of the movie. Um, the the way that they handled the time travel in general was was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the, the way they explore the repercussions and mm-hmm. that's, that's about as, as much as I think I can safely say um, without, without really getting into spoilery territory, but I assume that they're going to make more yep. a- along these lines. And I am kind of looking forward to seeing what they, uh, what they managed to do with it. Cause they've positioned themselves to be able to do a lot of interesting things in the future, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, no, I'm pretty sure they've they've closed the door on any uh, quote unquote current day X Men stuff. I think they're done. Yeah, they're going back to yeah, Fastbender and company. Right. Yeah. Oh, are be, they? I mean, yeah. You okay. know, I think that's why uh, Brian Singer was like, I need to give them a proper ending instead of whatever the hell X Men Three ending was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I think that's why it wraps up the way it does. Not to yeah. be spoilery, but. All right. So you got anything else? Nope. Nope. So email. Get to that correspondence time. time. Yeah, let's do some correspondence. So. Yes. First one up is from Ivan. Hi. From San Francisco. Who says uh, he's a new listener and he's got a Sunny Chiba recommendation. It says, hey guys, just discovered your podcast about a month ago and absolutely love it. I've gone through quite a bit of your back catalog. My brother and I rented robot jocks dozens of times as kids. So I appreciate your use of jocks as a rating system. Anyhow, I wanted to make a recommendation for you guys to look into. Sonny Chiba Films. A few years ago, after going through Bruce Lee's body of work and onto the Shaw Brothers and Golden Harvest, I came across Chiba and have to say his brand of brutal karate, not kung fu, and over-the-top style is immensely enjoyable. As you may know, Chiba is mainly known for his Street Fighter trilogy, the first two of which I don't even consider bad films, and the influence of his films upon Tarantino. I almost want to suggest The Bodyguard from 1973 for its strange framing device and narcissistic elements, but there are some really slow moments that take away from the quality of that movie. So I'm still working my way through his filmography to find the movie that would best fit into the podcast. As I mentioned, some of them are just plain good. Some are bizarre but dull. 
I have a feeling there's one in here that will be squarely in Jock's territory, but I don't think I've found that gem quite yet. In the meantime, maybe if you have time and feel compelled, you can take a look through his IMDb and see if one of the titles might be of a good fit for the Banffcast. I'll try to follow up with a more specific recommendation when I come across one that would be best for the show. Anyhow, keep up the good work. I look forward to every new episode. Ivan M. from San Francisco. So thanks, Ivan. Cool. Yeah, Sonny Chiba, I just... It's weird. I've never actually gotten into Sonny Chiba. Like, I've watched a lot of... I, I went Bruce Lee, and I went, like, every Jackie Chan movie, mm-hmm. and then I watched some random Shaw Brothers movies. I never got into the Sonny Chiba catalog. Yeah, it feels like a why. weird hole in, yeah. in my catalog as well. It's like I just never ended up watching any of them. Yeah, I do not know how I missed that. And, I mean, I suffered through some of the shit-fest Jackie Chan ones. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the problem with... Don't, don't get me wrong, Jackie Chan is a legend, and he's great, but he's got some shitball movies and got some garbage especially like you know this drama with zero kung fu the heart of the dragon or whatever it's like what the fuck were you mm-hmm. thinking guys like you know whatever okay um next we got uh freddie flapjacks who's friends with scott the second oh one of our uh favorite right. uh live stream commenters always got a pun for us oh it's yeah. teddy pancake teddy pancake <laughs> it's freddie flapjacks um <laughs> And he basically recommends that we watch Frankenhooker after watching I, Frankenstein. And I'd like to point him to the episode that uh, we did Frankenhooker. <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, um, that was episode... Episode one. It was during Horror Month. Yeah. Horror, yes, yes. Just look up Horror Month. Hashtag Horror Month. I on it. With a W-H. Yeah. But it's a, uh, he, he did say... That would be episode 98. He called it a campy romp. 98. I would agree it is a campy romp. Yeah, but he, do, he does mention the a, uh, the exploding crack horror scene. Sure. If you're going to mention Frankenhooker, that's the scene to mention. So uh, next one up, we got... I'll read this one, then let's do a voicemail after this. All right. You know, people don't want to hear me just reading all these. <laughs> yeah. No, really. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Pierre says, school's out for the summer. It says, having just completed an internship the other day and with schools ending their years, I humbly suggest you guys Tom Berenger's The Substitute. It's an action movie that takes elements of Dangerous Minds and The Punisher and basically has ex-mercenary Tom Berenger killing drug dealers while teaching a high school class full of racial stereotypes. This movie fucking rocks. It features the additional acting, quote-unquote, talents of Ernie Hudson, Mark Anthony, William Forsythe, and, um, well, you get the idea. This Don't movie's spare journey, Hudson. <laughs> this movie's pretty funny, as evidenced by a scene where Berenger makes a guy shit himself. Yes, that actually happens, and more throughout the movie. Two hours of pure, unadulterated bliss. Keep up the awesome work, Pierre. P.S. Expendables three. How excited are you guys? Marginally. Yeah. Expendables has taught me. Yeah. Expendables has taught me to I, be. I mean, I'm I'm amazed that they got the people together, all the people together. I know. That they did, and it looks like Harrison Ford's kind of having fun. Yeah. Which is weird. Wesley Snipes needed the money. Yeah. I'm sure Uncle Sam will just take it back. Or or does he not have to pay it now because he did time? I think he has. Do you still have to pay it even though you went to jail? Probably. I'm not sure how that works. He went to jail for fraud. So the crime is fraud. Oh, I thought it was tax evasion. Or tax evasion, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a crime. Yes. And you also owe the tax that you evaded. Right, exactly. I just didn't know if the prison erased it. It's not debtor's prison until you, like, you know. We are law Welcome to law experts. Yeah. We know all of these things. But um just yeah. read my blah 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 Yeah. Uh Expendables two burn me really bad, yeah. so I, I can't quite get my heart into mm-hmm. it, but at least 
different director this time, hopefully different tone because I just the tone of two and well, I mean, there's a lot that bothered me. If you guys aren't really, you know, game for going, I'll probably still go see it on the sly. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, substitute. Waka waka waka, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Substitute sounds pretty sure. Any movie where a man can make another man shit himself. Yeah. Out of what I'm guessing is fear, I'm in. Yes. So. Voicemail? Yeah, let's do a voicemail. All right. Hey, Bamcast. This is Grumpy Pete from Massachusetts. I'm a semi-new listener to the show, and I'm finally calling the Garfield phone. Um, I found out about the show through uh, the one and only smartly jerk face himself and not knowing anything about the show. I, I uh, discovered it. I've had a blast going through all the old episodes, and uh, it's been real, real fun. So I understand that you guys get a lot, a lot, a lot of recommendations from fans but um, there were a couple of movies I wanted to kind of throw your attention to. Uh, two 90s action cheese balls that I think would make for some really good episodes. Uh, the first movie is called Excessive Force, which was written, produced, and starred Thomas Ian Griffith of Karate Kid 3 fame. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the old uh, pay-per-view uh, thing when you guys wanted to, whenever you wanted to order a movie on pay-per-view you'd have to watch this trailer over and over and over and over again. And I needed to see this movie. I watched this so many fucking times, and it didn't disappoint. It's got every stereotype uh, an action movie can have. It's got tents. It's got explosions. It's got Lance Hendrickson in it doing Lance Hendrickson shit. It's got a Stargrove potential with jazz numbers, and it's got James Earl Jones of all fucking people in it. And he says a few F-bombs in it, which is pretty funny. Uh, the other movie is Kickboxer for the Aggressor, starring Sasha Mitchell. Um, if you wonder why not Kickboxer 1, 2, 3, or 5, although 5 has Bamcast legend and March DeCascos' own Mark DeCascos in it, I think this one was just a lot of fun. It's kind of like a low-rent Enter the Dragon with some really cool fights, and some laughable acting, and a Bamcast staple rape in it. Uh, it's just kind of a cool movie, and um, it's my favorite one uh, saved for the uh, Van Damme original. Uh, anyway, I know that you guys want these calls to be under a minute, but seeing as though this is the most important thing I can ever do in my life, uh, fuck it. Uh, you guys can play it, cut it, I don't care. Um, listen, I love the show. Keep up all the great work, and thanks for the Twitter love, too. Um, I follow all you guys on Twitter, and it's been really cool to interact with you guys. And um, Look forward to hearing, hopefully hearing myself on the show. All right. Pete out. There you go, Pete. See, okay. well, I mean, there's there's a way to, to, to bypass the, the time limit, and that is to... <laughs> to suck up. Yeah. Either You can either suck up or... You can suck up to the streets. Yeah. Or to the hosts. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, or you can work very hard to sell your recommendation. Mm-hmm. You step up 3Ds, guys. I, I don't... <laughs> Revolution. Uh, <laughs> all in. All in, yeah. We're all in. He's all in. We're all yeah, in. Uh, we're all, all in. One Kickboxer star, 4, you in. had me until it has a Banff cast rape. Yeah. Which, it, I don't, let's just don't not even say. We rape in our let's, movies. Let's, we never. It's a staple in that, like, uh, a staple gun would hurt going in. Like, we do not yeah, want that. Let's, let's that just strike yeah. Banff cast staple or trademark and its attachment to rape. It's mm-hmm. not a thing we want. It's a thing that sometimes has happened, and it makes us I, uncomfortable. I think the only movie where it it still did, and we still liked the movie, was Deathstalker, just because it was yeah. so, like, 
that was also really it was it was it was just expected operating that, procedure yeah. and it was expected in that world it wasn't like oh this awful thing it was just like eh, here it is this, this happens in deathstalker yeah, it land it just became like the that, that having actual consensual sex was like just this this unicorn in this universe where mm-hmm. it's like wait what <laughs> it's given freely how does this happen oh yeah but uh the, what was that? What was the first one excessive force? Yeah, that's been on their uh, our list for a while. Yeah, and it has force in the title. So mm-hmm. if we ever do Force Month too, yeah, I want to say I, I rooted for that one and it never made it to the last Force Month. But yeah, we're probably, we we're probably we, going to do a Squad Month before we do Force Month again. Yeah, and we considered uh, Kickboxer Five for yep. March to Costco's, yep. but just we we thought it might end up being too similar to American Samurai. Well, so. and that and like it, you know, you go that that far down a series, it's like, mm, what are we what are we in yeah. for here? Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, this one's from Jay, your friend and mine from uh, California. He said, uh, Streets of Fire is an okay movie, but a fucking amazing soundtrack. Hey, Harlow, Chuck, BJ, and if he's there, Mackie. I'm here. Hey. Chuck's not, though. Uh, Jay from California here, and this email is one I meant to send when you initially got the recommendation to review Streets of Fire. I decided to wait to see if you would review it because I didn't want the fans who recommended it to think I was shitting on the film or trying to talk you out of it. Basically, it's a fun movie, and you get some awesome, crazy Willem Dafoe, barely legal Diane Lane looking amazing, and a weirdly timeless yet retro backdrop. All that said, the soundtrack is what makes this movie amazing. Two of the Ellen Aim and the Attackers songs were written and composed by Jim Steinman, a.k.a. Meatloaf's Bernie Taupin. The rest of the soundtrack features some amazing 80s pop and retro throwback songs with the doo-wop-inspired Countdown to Love and I Can Dream About You, which you'll recognize as that song they play at every mall in the world. So do yourselves a favor and check out the soundtrack to Streets of Fire. It's well worth your time. Crash and burn. Jay out. Sent from my Morgan Freeman speaking spell. And I Can Dream About You is also the song that everyone thinks is Hall Notes, but it's not. It's like some guy named like Dan Harmon or something. Like a creative community? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think it's actually the same name, though. Okay. Yeah. But yes, so that's in Streets of Fire. Too. Like I, Every time I read about Streets of Fire, I'm like, I need to watch Streets of Fire. And then everyone's kind of like, Streets of Fire is a lot of fun, but... It's not really Banffcast material. And uh, yeah, I just need to watch it. We just need to take it as like a second half challenge of just watch this movie on your own time. Yeah. But I'm game because it sounds like my kind of thing. If there's random music or musical musical slash music video numbers in a movie, mm-hmm. as long as they're done interestingly, I'm in. Yep. And actually, it was Dan Hartman. Hartman. Dan Hartman. So mm. there you go. Okay. I was so close. I was one letter off. Mm. You'll get them next time, Tiger. I will. Uh, next one we got was from uh, Jody, who said, uh, Summer recommendation plus some fan art. He says, Hey guys, summer is upon us, and I wanted to make my summer movie recommendation 1986's Band of the Hand with James Remar and Larry Fishburne. This movie's been the best of the worst in 80s fashion and the best of the worst of 80s overacting set in the best of the worst 80s Miami. He says, An extra incentive. I've included some fan art as I'm a big fan. Keep on casting. Jody sent from my second generation Tamagotchi. And he sent a really cool thing that we've already talked about putting on a t-shirt, which is a uh, kind of line art versions of each of us. And he, and I appreciate that he got all our headphones correct. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> it's pretty wow. awesome. I'm showing it to BJ right I now. Did, I, I didn't notice that did. the first time. Like, I, and then I looked again. I was like, wait, our headphones are actually properly colored. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he had all the headphone shapes right. So. That's fucking good. He got the yeah. hairlines right. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be posting that on the Mackie Facebook page. And always wears a hat. Yeah. Most of the time. Like, yeah, that's, um, I mean, I'm really fucking impressed with mm-hmm, that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, that's pretty 
freaking sweet. So yeah. I would that, wear a shirt with my face. Put on. that on a blue shirt; it'd be great. I know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Band of the Hand has come up before. I remember, and I don't know why it hasn't been watched. I think it's just none of us have found a copy in like it's one of those things where like we'll unless we go like right now we're like we got to go get it we go find a copy of this movie right now right we kind of they tend to get pushed back in our minds so I like movies with band in the title yeah <laughs> oh James Remar probably being all coked up uh-huh. pretty good last one we got here is from Gavin from Wisconsin who says uh, the title of his email is fuck yeah. I always appreciate any email that's titled that. It says, after listening to the Power Ranger movie cast, I was so relieved to hear that someone else has heard of the ha- the item. On top of that, the other fan felt compelled to show it to others. I've been this way for years. Even though he detested the film, I feel that this strengthened my case. And as a show of good faith, I will be buying something through your site within the week. Looking forward to the live cast tonight. Chuck, until you fulfill your end of the bargain, it will be a... It'll be a once a month thing to show my commitment to the cause. If by October, my birthday month, you won't watch and mention it. I will go back to the full Amazon site. May the power of my money compel you. Keep up the great entertainment. <laughs> Sent with love and care. Gavin from Wisconsin. But to be fair, he's actually going to make a whole 31 and 31 video on it. So it's actually kind of more dedicated to the item than him mm-hmm. mentioning it merely on here or in the second yeah. half. And I want to say it was sent Same. from his half hard member in anticipation of October. So I suddenly don't want to touch this email anymore. Hmm. But yeah, I, I didn't realize that Gavin was the guy who initially requested the item. And then the other person well, apparently we, strengthened his case with all his hatred. We appreciate the chubby lovey. Yeah, we appreciate the uh, click-through on the Amazon yes, link. Yes, we appreciate the item for an item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, has Chuck watched that yet, or is he just waiting until it's time to do his videos? Is that is that the plan, I think I, that's I believe. what he's doing, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's end it there. We get it. It's We're good? Late. Okay. Yeah, let's get some contact information. All right. Go to the website, bmfcast.com. There's some buttons on the right-hand side. There's, you know, several of them that will lead you to our various social things like YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and the iTunes. There's also an Amazon search box. So uh, search for the things that you want to buy through there. Um, It will take you to Amazon and will not charge you more, but it will give us money. And that is the way that you should do things from now on out um, because we are poor podcasters who need money for hosting and such. Also, you could email us directly, bmf at bmfcast.com, or, like Pete did, you could give us a call on the Garfield phone, 910-5-JOCKS-BMF, 910-556-9263. It is the most important thing that you can do with your life, so do it. Keep it short and sweet, or suck up to us, and you can hear yourself on the magic that is the internet. Totally. Totes. So let's get out of here, shall we? Sounds great. All right. Well, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And this is Banffcast Out. <laughs>